Hey, once again, uh, welcome to the Utah High School Hoops podcast. I uh, get to be the dumbest person on this call, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, I'm also the dumbest person when it comes to basketball. Maybe not the dumbest, but in my family, there's a clear pecking order on people who know about basketball. And so I'm going to be joined by Kristen Peake, who is an NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. And she's going to be breaking down some of the players, what we can expect from Hoop Fest coming to Utah uh, this coming next week, this week, next week, whenever it is, it's going to be happening. This is the Utah High School Hoops podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. Was that all right, Chris? Was that <laughs> sometimes informative? Sometimes yes. informative. I just figure I got to keep oh, it real. Yes. Now, uh, there's also another peak that's involved in this, which is uh, AJ actually made the beat, the little uh, the little intro beat for the podcast. So that was kind of fun. We're, we're keeping it all in the family. If you don't know the Peak family, we're we're uh, not really a basketball family. There's just a few of us that really like basketball. Is that fair to say? Like nobody. We should we should really get Lisa on though. Uh yeah. Well, I'm bringing Lisa to the draft. Finally. Oh my gosh. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Um, man on the street, man on the street action with my twin sister who knows absolutely nothing about the bas- about basketball. It'll be amazing. You have to, you're like, uh, this is Terrence Ross. She's like, like Ross from friends. That's exactly I, everything's got to be a friend's reference. I feel like. Absolutely. Um, well, Hey, if you're watching live, thank you. Uh, we're live on, uh, the YouTubes and on Twitter. I've not uh, decided to call it anything else other than Twitter. Um, and I am in the tiniest hotel room ever. And I'm in, uh, I'm in Washington, D.C. And it's, uh, it's a small room. I did go to the Wizards play-in game uh, last night. That was kind of fun. Watched. Uh, you know what's crazy, Chris? I was thinking about this because I'm here with Ari. And the last time when I was out in Brooklyn with Shea, we went to the Nets wizards game i'm like oh that's crazy i've seen oh yeah I've seen the wizards play a couple of times remember we sat with uh was it will barton's agent or something like that yeah something like that i'm really sorry you've had to watch the wizards twice i mean and for a team that is probably gonna get the number one pick in the dead center draft in between victor Wimbanyama and cooper flag and they're gonna probably have the number one pick uh flip a coin between alex star and isaiah collier like sorry wizards fans Sorry, you're a year, you're late and a year too early. Well, you know, they've been struggling for a while. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll go, uh, they'll go back to back. Uh, so, uh, Kristen, in case anybody doesn't, it, it, here's the deal. I'm just going to put this out there right now. If you are listening to this podcast and for some weird reason, you know me and associate me with basketball in Utah and you don't know Kristen Peak, then that's 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 tough for you because you're missing out on a whole treasure trove of information uh so kristen why don't you uh introduce yourself to all of the listeners all of the utah (laughs) basketball listeners you're Uh, part of the utah basketball community though i you're very that is that is correct um i'm kristen peak i'm the nba draft analyst for yahoo sports i also cover uh prospects starting at the high school um level and aau level um all the top 
players in the country from the time they're 15 all the way to their rookie year in the NBA. And I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. So I'm a little bit of a veteran in the space, which is kind of weird to say because it still yeah. feels like I'm learning so much. And um, yeah, it's I love, you know this, Adam, like I love my job. I love getting to know these these kids, these players at a young age. And then it's like graduation. I'm a proud auntie when I finally see them realize their dream. It's a, it's a fun moment. So I got to go out to, is it, I think it's just one draft, right? I think it was a 2016 draft with Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, which was a sad draft for me because you were telling me, I will say this, you are routinely up there in terms of the people who are the most accurate in your mock drafts. So everyone follow uh, Kristen's mock drafts on Yahoo Sports. But you were telling me before, because I've got my Nuggets hat on, I'm a huge Denver Nuggets fan. And you were like, hey, there's this kid from Louisville named Donovan Mitchell, who I think is going to fall to the Nuggets. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. So I was sitting there with some friends. I'm like, no, no, no. Everyone turn off. Woj at the time still worked for Yahoo. I'm like, everyone turn it all off. I don't want to hear. And they say the Denver Nuggets draft, Donovan Mitchell. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was the only Nuggets fan. Literally, I asked. I bought a hat there. Yeah. And I said, has anyone else bought a Nuggets hat? They were like, no. So uh, so at that draft, they said, uh, hey, he got he actually got traded. I was like, who? Like the jazz. I was like, no, we do this all the time. Um, but what was cool about being at that draft was seeing the interaction that you have with these players when they finally get drafted. Cause there's just this, this like groundswell of media that's around them all, not really all of a sudden, but kind of all of a sudden, NBA, it's a car wash, yeah. and it's like they see you and they're just like, a familiar face. Cause you, like you said, you've been with these kids since they were, you know, 14, 15 years old. I mean, I've had this past draft, Jet Howard damn near like cried in my arms and like Derek Lively gave me the biggest hug in the world. And I said, listen, Mark Cuban called me 30 minutes before the draft. I don't make me look that, <laughs> you know, like, like, and, and he's and not, they, he's playing, he's no, balling no, no. up. He's, he's playing, he fits right in. He's their missing piece. He's, he's doing everything right. But he gave me like the biggest hug, Peyton Watson, who I know you're a fan of from the Denver Nuggets you know, it was the year before him getting drafted at 30. Like it's this, you have to understand there's so much pressure on these players leading into the draft. And so to finally find out where their home is going to be, who they're going to be with teammates, city system, it's just this relief of, okay, I can breathe now. I now know where I'm going to be. I mean, um, so it's, it's just a very emotional night. I'm so just honored and happy to be a part of it especially being in these kids lives for so long and and uh yeah it's fun it's a fun night i love it uh, so it it was it was one of my i remember the night before the draft i me and you hung out with it was like woge bobby, bobby Mark, Mark. tom was tom cream there? tom cream was there yep and um there was one other there was one other person i have to look at it the was picture. either gavoni was gavoni there or schmitz i can't remember if it they was, were there it was uh i think it was mike schmitz yeah yeah and we just talked basketball for like four hours i'm like am i in heaven have i have i made it it was it was really incredible um so what's been really cool like there there's a lot of really terrible stuff that happened because of covid obviously it was a terrible pandemic one of the things that happened was during COVID, Utah was one of the few states, especially out West, that was allowing basketball to happen. 
and is, you know, I would say a small reason why you were even in Utah for, you know, for that, the, the start of COVID, not even thinking about living there, but you just came in, you know, stayed with us because LA was shut down and there was basketball happening in St. George and Utah. And what's been cool is these, these events have continued to happen. So I remember, I think it was two or three years ago, uh, we went out, uh, it was two years ago, I think when Jaden Hardy was here. Yeah. And uh, the kid that went to the kid, that Frankie went to, Collins, Frankie Collins. Yeah. He's now at Arizona state. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was incredible. And then, you know, we saw Anthony black as well when Duncan. Paolo Bancaro. Oh yeah. Paolo was here. And, um, Amari, Sierra Amari Bailey was oh, here. Ronnie yeah. was here. Yep. Yeah. It's just been awesome. And so this year, We've got another another we've got Hoop Fest Utah. It starts on Monday the 20th. So if you're listening to this after Monday the 20th or the 21st or the 22nd, then you have you're listening to a great podcast, but uh, you have missed the players. So tough break. Uh, so on Monday, there's I think it's a pretty stacked lineup in terms of people who are going to be coming to our state. Um, and what's cool is they're playing not exclusively playing only teams from Utah, but a lot of them are playing teams from Utah. And it's a, it's a, it's a nice benchmark, I think for a public high school from Utah to be able to like Lone Peak or Alta is going to play Sunrise Christian or Chicago Simeon. You know, these are, these are really great opportunities for this, like this state that's kind of the reason I started is because there's so many people here just like Utah's always overlooked and blah, blah, you know, all this stuff. It's like, well, now you're on ESPN. So, and you get to play against some of the best, like you're going to have film to send to college coaches when you went up against, you know, against Sunrise Christian. So we, we almost can't really complain as much anymore because we're getting attention now in the state. Um, so I thought it would be cool because, you know, I, I know a little bit about the Utah stuff and I'm going to, I'm going to do a couple of, podcast at the event um i'll look at our number one commenter chris and i only have one person over comments and it's not lydia peak it is kev isaiah drisdom's mom <laughs> coming in with the comments she's she's the best <laughs> you must get alerts or something when this goes live on youtube um so i thought it would be cool because you you've been covering a lot of these kids and a lot of these teams for a while um to to talk about some of the players that we should be on the lookout for i think that most people probably know who cooper flag is and and if you don't then you should like you mentioned he's the parent he's the everyone believes he will be the number one pick in two years so he's going to duke that's about all i know about him and he played for his mom which is a cool story um so we could maybe start there because i i don't know if you remember you told me a really fun story about seeing Cooper at EYBL. Yep. And you were like, there's nobody in this gym. Yeah, it was, it was a random team from Maine. It was it was 15U. It was EYBL session one about uh two, almost three years now. And I was sick of watching the 17U games. Like I didn't need to see more of DJ Wagner. I didn't I didn't need to see Justin Edwards. So I went and decided to watch some some of the younger kids, 15U. And really who I was going to see, I had been asked by Jermaine O'Neal to come watch his son. And so I went down there and I was like, mm, okay. And then I looked to my left and there's Maine United. And I was like, who's this 6'9 kid? Like, I'm, I'm going to watch him. 
And then uh, Caddy corner to him, the Boozer twins were playing, Cam and Kate and Boozer. And I just stood in the middle and I watched both of them. I was the only person there. And within about five minutes on the court, Cooper had two blocks. He had an alley-oop. He had a step back three and a steal and transition for like this dime of a pass. And I instantly called John Shire and I called, I, and he, he's just like, okay, um, I'm sending Emil, Emil Jefferson, who's now I'm an assistant coach with the Boston Celtics. He's like, I'm sending Emil. Can you help him point out who these two players are? I was like, yeah, no problem. And then um, I saw Scott Drew and he was getting like coffee. I was like, I don't care about your coffee. Come watch this kid, Cooper Flag. And he goes, <laughs> who? And I said, no, he plays 15U. He's like, 15U? It's a bit early. I was like, no, I'm telling you. He's, him and this other kid, Cameron Boozer, are the two best players in the EYBL and they're 15U. And within the next game, it was Jay Lucas, who's now at Duke, but at the time was a Kentucky assistant. It was John Shire and Emil Jefferson, Scott Drew. Uh, who else was there? I mean, there were like six or seven coaches. And, five, and, I, was, and I was just like, good for me. Look what I did. Like, I got the word out. Louisville, uh, Louisville was there with, um, why am I blank? Nolan, Nolan Smith was Nolan there. Smith, yeah. And he goes, he said to me, he's like, KP. So he was trying to like, in his, in his mind, make sense. He's like, so if Shire takes the Boozer twins, because remember, up until this past summer, Cooper Flagg and Cameron Boozer were in the 2025 class. So he's like, if Shire takes the Boozer twins, you think I have a shot at Cooper, Cooper Flagg and his brother? And I just said, well, I'll tell you what. I went up to Cooper after his one game. I met his mom, Kelly, his dad, Ralph. And I said, I was like, listen, you are going to be a top player in high school basketball. I hope get ready. It's buckle up. It's going to be a ride. What are your dream schools? And he told me Duke. Michigan State and Kentucky. And I said, say less. Let me yeah. put the word out. Um, and yeah, and he ended up at Duke. He chose them over UConn. He also had a, a visit scheduled to Kansas, but canceled that at the last minute and just decided to keep it between the two of them and um, ultimately ended up at Duke with a monster recruiting class, by the way. Shire getting it done. Um, so they're going to be definitely a team to watch and somebody that a lot of NBA scouts and executives will be watching closely next year. Does John Shire, did you ever watch John Shire play at Duke? I'm sure I did, but nothing. He was a gunner. He was, he was just a lights out shooter, that guy. Well, I told you what he said to me, Adam, when at the jazz media uh, practice, when they, the media day where they ran us through drills and everything. And I posted this video of me coming down off a pin screen and I dribbled with my, I was on the, the right hand side and instead of dribbling with my my inside hand i dribbled with my right hand before i got the shot up shire sent me a text he's like dribble with your inside hand and i was like <laughs> okay yeah not always, no doesn't matter i made the shot but cool yeah always coaching i mean i yes. was i was hoping that cooper would have gone to michigan state to major in packaging engineering because he, I, I have a feeling if this basketball thing doesn't work out, he may want to get into the packaging industry. That's do you uh, know. Do you know what's something that a lot of people don't know that his mom told me? He is a very good golfer. Oh, who knew? Right. So we're, we can expect the Steph Curry, Cooper Flag Pro Am uh, competition as well. That'll be fun. That will be a lot of fun. Yes. Well, okay. So Cooper Flag is—he's—he's he's incredible. Um, what is he six Listen, nine? This is, now? this is this is what I'll say to everybody in the state of Utah. If you're planning on going to this thing, try to go to as many Mount Verde games as possible. That's all I'll say. 
it's worth your money. It's worth your time. It's worth everything because what this Mount Verde team is capable of doing this year is historic in terms of being one of the top high school teams to ever exist with the amount of talent they have. And, and it's not just Cooper, who is the projected number one pick. It's Asa Newell, who decided to stay close to home and go to Georgia and play with his brother. Uh, I think his brother's name is, I think his brother's name is Jaden. He chose them over Alabama, Gonzaga, and Texas. 6'10", just like Cooper, kind of versatile forward. He's a projected lottery pick in two years as well. Then you got five-star guard, Rob Wright, who just dishes out dimes. I think he had like 10 or more assists in the games that I saw at the Border League. Liam McNeely, five-star Indiana commit. Derek Queen, five-star forward, playing alongside Cooper and Asa in the front court. Uh, he's taken visits to Houston, Indiana, Kansas, and Maryland, and many think that it's a two-way race between Indiana and Maryland. And then cutting on, coming off the bench, you have LSU commit Curtis Givens and one of the top sophomores in the country, Caleb Gaskins. He's top five, um, who already has early offers from Baylor, Florida State, and Georgia. So it is going to be a show no matter when they're playing. Make time for them. They just beat their last opponent 118 to 28. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so Montverde takes on now we, we claim Wasatch Academy in Utah because the school is physically in Utah, but we know that Wasatch is, is recruiting, you know, globally, right? I mean, it's, they, they get kids in from all over, uh, you know, obviously they've got, um, uh isaiah harwell isaiah harwell from pocatello idaho so he's he's you know kind of within this region but i know that wasatch has uh i think malik diallo is there he, he committed to tcu um and that yeah. game that game is at eight o'clock on monday night it's going to be on espn and for some reason you can't get down to pleasant grove it's very pleasant is what i've heard uh if you can't make it down there then you can watch it on espn uh, you can TiVo it. Has anyone said TiVo in a while? I don't probably uh, not. Okay, you can you can you can obviously record it and watch it. Um, but you know, I I hope that I, I hope that there's there's some competitive games, or at least you know there's there's a there's a there's a bit of there's there's going to be some entertainment either way, right? So you've got um, Montverde against Wasatch, and then uh, Montverde takes on American Fork on Tuesday night. So uh, if you are a Utah basketball purist and you're like, oh, yeah, well, Wasatch, they're just if you want to watch one of, you know, arguably the best high school basketball team ever assembled, take on the cavemen and see how we stack up here. It's a great chance to go do that in Pleasant Grove. So that's going to be on Tuesday, the 21st at 6 p.m. So uh, that's when Montverde's playing. And I mean, how many, so put this in perspective on Montverde, would you expect, are you talking like the, the top, you know, like if they have 12 kids, like they're all going to be D one players. This is the, for the most part, is that who's on this? The, I mean, obviously you rattled off like seven who are at like high major, you know, even like some projected lottery picks, but are yeah. we looking at a team that we're going to look back on and go, Oh my gosh, even their, even their 12th guy was averaging you know, 20 by the time he was a junior in college. I'll tell you this, Caleb Gaskins, who I told you is the top five player in the sophomore class. He is probably their eighth or ninth rotational player. If that says anything about the talent that they have and, you know, Cooper's twin brother, Ace Flag, who has offers from West Virginia, um, 
Maine he had some and Boston good UIBL games too, didn't he? he for- did, yeah, Peach Jam for sure. Um, but I don't even know. Like they, he's been playing more on the graduate team, so he can get reps and actually get some playing time. But he might be making the trip out as well to Utah. Um, and he he barely sees any minutes. So yes, their team is stacked. It's loaded. I don't expect anyone to get in within 30 to 40 points of them. Okay. The entire season. The whole season. You're, you're not even talking about it. Like this weekend might be like forward. If you're like within 40, it was like, you, you played really well, actually. That's, yeah. I'm, I told you the the one matchup that everyone is kind of circling on their calendar for Mount Verde is December 1st when they play Christopher Columbus out of Miami. And that team is loaded with Cameron Boozer, uh Caden Boozer so that's Carlos Boozer's twin sons um Cameron is one of the top players in the junior class and then you've got Jace Richardson who's going to Michigan State and his younger brother Jackson Richardson the boys of Jason Richardson who won a championship with the Warriors right and also no 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 he won a championship in Michigan State and he played for the Warriors I was like yeah yeah the yeah. championship warriors teams but no no uh, yeah right. also a i believe he won a dunk contest uh jason he did absolutely he, did he's a, and an he, he can still he can still like get up and down the floor it's very impressive he plays in that big three tournament oh with, that's uh, awesome <laughs> I see, yeah yeah he still gets that and then like sometimes i see fall is life videos pop up of like runs in las vegas that he was just killing people i mean he's He's great. You know me. Yeah, I, like, I'm, like I, I love his family. Him, yeah. Him and uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Aouf and Katino Mobley and like Jamal Crawford are these just like older basketball players that can still just go out and get buckets. Uh, yes. But we can we can actually not talk about the old basketball players because I could start like the old right. basketball podcast where we just talk about like, old guys because I'm an old guy. It's weird being the same age as old people and that's what I am. Um, but I was curious about uh, so we've got we've got a bunch of teams right so the first game on the twentieth we've got Sunrise Christian is going to play Alta and you know we we actually covered Alta on a previous episode talking about some of the guys that they have there um, they've got a they've got a um, a Utah commit who uh, is fresh off of the prospects run uh, where they won three SSB. And so, you know, it's, it's a good team. And I, but I know that Sunrise Christian has historically had a, a ton of talent. Uh, so who, who can we expect to see uh, on Sunrise Christian? I mean, this is a fairly new Sunrise team. Uh, last year, they had Mikel Brown Jr. who left Sunrise to go to Overtime Elite. Um, he's one of the top junior guards in the country. So really, they're giving the, the, the keys to the car to a guard, David Castillo, who was at USA Basketball. He's been there for tryouts and for most recently the, the uh, training camp, senior combo guard. He is just one of those players. He He's really tough, is excellent at creating separation off the dribble, um, isn't committed. Or no, no, he is. He's committed to Kansas State, um, and he chose them over Kansas, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, and Florida. And so he's definitely the one to watch and is someone that can really, really hurt Alta in this game. But in terms of, you know, experience uh, on the court um, from Sunrise, I think it's a winnable game for them, like you said, because they have the experience from 3SSB and they have some high major players or at least, you know, players that are ranked. And so uh, that is definitely a winnable game and it should be fairly competitive, you know, to start out this this little 
is it a tournament or is it just a showcase? It's just a it's showcase, just a showcase right? yeah. yeah, it's just okay. a showcase. Um, and we've got uh, so Lone Peak, who we uh, we talked about as a uh, like a dark horse, uh, you know, a dark horse that can make a run and maybe maybe win win a state title um, here in Utah, taking on Chicago Simeon. Um, and so I didn't see. So I, I just went off of the um, what's it called? The Naismith watch list to see if I could, you know, try to sound moderately smart uh, when I was <laughs> I was talking to you. So thank you, Naismith. Um, and I don't believe I saw any one player on here from Chicago Simeon. Um, so is this just, is this a team? Let me just uh, do one quick look. There's a lot of players from Montverde <laughs> and a lot of players from Pro- Prolific Prep. Uh, who, by the way, just played Utah Prep, and it was a it was a good it was a good competitive game. I watched that the other night. Uh, Prolific Prep did not Montbird. Uh, yeah, so I don't see any one player on this list. So is this just like a gritty team that loves to get out and travel, and they're like, it doesn't matter. We're going to roll the ball out, and we're going to go battle with anybody. Exactly. I mean, I see I see Simeon everywhere. Like they were they're at Hoopal West, which is usually um, a very big event. I've seen them at the actual Hoopal tournament in January, which is out in Springfield, Massachusetts. And that event is always loaded. And Simeon is just, I always just see the coaches in the lobby. I'm like, man, you guys are back. Like, this is great. But you're right. There's just this gritty team. They have a history. They have, you know, alumni from there is Derek Rose played there. Jabari Parker played there. I actually went out to Jabari Parker's uh, announcement ceremony when he announced in front of the whole school. And that was an experience of its own. Um, but they're a gritty team. They're very tough. They're very quick. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of toughness to them. So, you know, any team, Lone Peak, whoever else is playing them is going to have to know that they're going to pick them up full court. They're going to be on them trapping their defense is is where they get out and run. And they look to get out and transition as much as possible and push the ball at the back. Got it. And how about uh, how's Link Academy looking this year? I know we had Jordan Ross there, uh, local Utah kid, actually from Pleasant Grove. But what what can you tell me about about Link Academy? Um, Link. Any any anybody there that we should be watching out for? Yep, yep. They have two players. One of them is a top three senior uh, in the country, Trey Johnson, who just committed to Texas. It was a big, a monster get for Texas. Um, good good pickup for Rodney Terry after losing AJ Johnson to the MBL over in Australia and Ron Holland to the G League Ignite to actually come back and get a top three player in the senior class. By the way, you were just at, you just, you just saw him play. You were just there. You're all over the place. I just saw both of them play. I saw Ron get smacked by the Salt Lake Stars. They, the G League Ignite lost by 59 and I landed the day before from Australia by, and I went over to see AJ Johnson, who's right now playing with the Illawarra Hawks, who is, the team is being coached by Jason Tatum's dad, Justin. Fun little fact. Um, so it's Trey Johnson, six seven combo guard, uh, do everything, score at all three levels. Um, just a high, high level player. It's the reason why he's the number three player in the senior class. And Jasper Johnson, who's a five star guard, top ten player in the junior class, six four shifty. Um, he has offers from Kansas, Baylor, West Virginia, and Missouri. Got it um okay let's see here who else do we have on here there were some teams i didn't recognize um rock creek and wheeler and orange orange orangeville prep Prep? yeah yeah orangeville prep is out of canada 
Um, I, I don't, I tried to glance at their roster a little bit. I'm going to have to familiarize myself with them before December because I'm actually going to be calling two of their games on NBA TV in an event. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm, I'm bummed. I won't be here to watch them play in person. Um, but AZ compass is probably another team. Yeah. They're, that, the, they're the next one. Yeah. Uh, you know, but head coach Pete Caffey, who's been in the game as long as I have, I mean, I've known Pete was one of the first coaches that I ever met, but Adam, are you ready? Are you ready for probably your favorite player? Let's hear it. Week? So his name is Victorious Miller. He is the nephew of master P. Yep. Percy Miller. Yep. And, uh, the son of silk, the shocker. So funny story. It's my time to tell stories now. You may not know this story, KP, uh, but one time in my life, I got to be a ball boy for the Denver Nuggets, and they were it was a, it was a preseason game. This was not when I was a kid. This is a preseason game uh, when I was in college, and my friend ran the ball boy crew, and so he said, "Hey, we need someone. Can you come down from Fort Collins? We went to the Air Force Academy for a preseason game, and it was against the Raptors, and." They had Master P was on the Raptors preseason. Like Master P could could hoop. He was a he was a really good player. Uh, I mean, really good. It wasn't like he was just a rapper, you know, a rapper who could play. Um, yeah. He was he was a good player. And Silk the Shocker was actually in the um, was actually in the uh, in the audience. And so I, and I got to meet both of them, which is pretty cool. No, when I when I interviewed Victorious, uh, we call him VJ. That's how you say his name. Uh, but when I interviewed Victorious last year, his dad came in the room uh, when I did the interview. So I always like to introduce myself to the parents. And so I was like, hi, I'm Kristen Peake with Yahoo Sports. And he's like, oh, so Sean, Sean, my name's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. That's awesome. Um, okay. So we yeah. have we have Victorious You're, Miller from AZ Compass. Yep, yep. He just committed to Oregon two days ago. Uh, was a big time pickup for the Oregon Ducks. I mean, I, I want to say he was a he was either gonna he was leaning towards USC, UCLA, and Arizona. So heavy, heavy Pac-12 interest. Then you got Jeremiah Fears. He's the younger brother of current uh, Michigan State guard Jeremy Fears, and he's he's a junior. He's got a ton of offers as well, including Michigan State. Uh, Ethan Lathan, Lathan, Lathan. He's 6'10". He's a three-star uh, center, signed to Old Dominion. And Amani Wooten is a sophomore. He's a four-star wing. And he has offers from ASU, Auburn, Georgia Tech, and Mississippi State. So a lot of talent at AZ Compass. The problem is there's a lot of first-year players. Um, so when I saw them in Vegas, they were still trying to figure out how to play with one another. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why these tournaments are fun, because you get these contrasting styles so our, our tournament or showcase right so i remember when i went out and watched duncanville i think they played lehigh and duncanville had obviously you know anthony black who ends up ron as, holland was on that team too oh he was mm -hmm. okay so you got you got these perennial nba players playing against a utah county team in lehigh and that game it was a close game um, because, you know, Lehigh is in a lot of these schools here in Utah, you get a bunch of kids who have played together since fourth or fifth grade. And it's the funny thing about basketball. Obviously, talent for the most part wins out and Duncanville won that game. 
but you can if you have cohesion on on both the offensive and defensive end you can create some problems for teams who haven't really played that much together um and and can make some games interesting and maybe even get you know get a couple of uh get a couple of upsets every now and again um so yeah i mean i i think we've got so az compass is going to be playing on uh tuesday at eight o'clock they're playing link academy and then they play sunrise christian at 11 30 on wednesday uh so those should be those should be some fun games i'm i know i'm really excited uh for for there was another team on here that it just says cia and i wasn't i was like that certainly is probably not the central intelligence agency they play link academy on monday uh and for some of the utah teams uh, like I said, you've got American Fork is playing Montverde. Um, who else did I see on here uh, that I was? You said Lone Peak, Alta. Oh yeah, Lone Peak plays Chicago Simeon, and Sunrise Christian plays Alta. Uh, so those should be those are kind of the big the big games. There's there's other Utah teams in here. Some of the Utah teams are playing one another, and don't get me wrong, there'll be great games. Corner Canyon versus Corner Canyon, Orem, yeah. Alta versus American Fork. I was actually surprised that oh Corner Canyon plays Wheeler on Tuesday, so I'm I, that would be that would be the only like non Utah team that they play. Um, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited to go check out some of the games on um, on Monday. Judge plays Monday night, so I can't. I it's like who would you rather see, Cooper Flag or your son? It's like sorry. I'm going to go watch my son play basketball, right? It's their first game uh, for judge. Not everybody is going to make that decision. I understand. But um, if you can get out there and, and check it out and then, you know, Tuesday, the games will be, will be pretty solid as well. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and that's kind of all I had. Little sister. Can I call you little sister? You can call me so little sister. That's, it's fine that you're not <laughs> wrong. I am. I am your younger sibling. It's true. It's true. Uh, but you have, you have, uh, you've really accomplished a lot, obviously in, in the basketball world. Um, it's pretty crazy to think that I, I think this is still true, right? You are still and still the only female NBA draft analyst ever, right? For any of the major, yes, major sports that is, outlets. That though. is correct. And I am dropping my first mock draft of the college basketball season on Monday. So that'll be, that'll be exciting. Isaiah Collier getting that number one spot. Oh, heard it. You heard it here first. Yeah. Everybody, the, uh, the, the pre mock draft from KP on, we only, we only bring you the latest breaking news here <laughs> on the Utah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, what am I doing? Um, but we've made I've, I've I've made a podcast, so this may be the only one uh, that that you come on because God only knows how long this thing will last. But if it does, obviously we'll have you come back on. Uh, we've got some really cool things that are happening. Um, everyone, go follow. I, I tell anyone who's in basketball. Uh, remember, remember when I introduced you to uh, to uh, Casey Stanley up at LCA, and he was like, "You should have led with this is your sister." <laughs> Heck, why do we? <laughs> So I'm like, if you're really into basketball, you should you should really go follow my sister Kristen. Um, so everyone, go uh, go follow her on Instagram. Go follow her on if you want to follow her on Instagram. You're gonna see a lot of videos for Dog Gary, um, which is a pro. Is, is Gary gonna make an appearance? By the way, he's he's laying down right now. I can I can grab him. 
But uh, Gary is like more popular than I am. Like every time I show up to a game, if I'm talking to a player, instantly they'll be like, oh, hey, KP, where's Gary? How's Gary? Why didn't you bring him? When, when are you, when are you going to bring Gary on the road? I'm like, uh, what about me? How about, hey, KP, how are you? How's it going? I mean, Gary, you, you do put up some pretty fantastic videos of Gary. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. And if you're wondering when you see videos or tweets from KP on the road, just know that it's my time to hang out with Gary and I am the chosen one because Gary comes in. Gary is actually our dog's puppy. Um, And now because of Gary, there are other people in the NBA who have puppies from our dog. It's true. Yeah, because they're like, oh, Gary looks great. Uh, he's he's a pretty solid dog. Well, yeah. So everyone, go follow. Uh, what what are your what are the the social things? By the way, like I said, if no one's if people aren't following you already and they're watching this, then they're they're then they're a little silly. I won't say dumb, but a little silly. So how would people go connect up and follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kristen Peak uh, on Instagram, same thing at Kristen Peak, and you can read all my stuff on Yahoo Sports. Like I said, I have a mock draft dropping Monday, and I head to Hawaii tomorrow for the Maui Invitational. So I will not be in Utah when all this great basketball is going on, but I will be watching on ESPN for sure. Okay. Awesome. Well, I will be there covering it because now I'm a member of the basketball media. That's right. Which is, which is, uh, that's. Didn't the guy, didn't the guy running it, didn't he say when you asked for a credential, he said, Oh, is your sister coming? (laughs) Hey, Hey, Yes, he definitely did. He definitely asked that. So I'm glad we could at least uh, give you a little bit of media. <laughs> Actually, no, it's the other way around. You're just helping me. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, little sis. Uh, but yeah, everyone, please uh, make sure you go follow Kristen. Uh, she's super dialed in on on everything when it comes to basketball. And appreciate making some time. And I'm going to uh, stand up from this, the tiniest hotel room ever made and stretch out my legs because I feel like I'm just like, condensed in this little tiny shoebox. It's like your shoebox. It is like my shoebox. Yes. And uh, Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Exactly. Um all right. Well Kristen, I'm gonna end I'm gonna end the stream, but hang on for one okay. second because I gotta it's gotta upload your your feed or something like that. Okay. Got Thanks it. everybody.